0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Mavs Party. You are joining me on Spotify Live. It is about 11 o'clock on Monday, September 26th. We had Mavs Media Day today, and you know, there was, um there's a lot said, there's a lot covered, but nothing that really jumped out at me. That said, I wanted to get together and talk with all you guys and figure out what, uh, what the stories for, for the day were for you. Um, we know that the Mavericks, uh, the American Airlines said a roof got repaired today, which, uh, cracks me up because that was a, a, a problem repeatedly, uh, last season. Um, there were some funny back and forths, uh, with, uh, you know, Christian Wood acting like he didn't know that he was going to be a sixth man, and then a a LOL tweet as Coop uh, notes in the chat. Uh, that was mainly sarcastic. It was one of these things where, if you're reading everything 12 hours later, it feels like a great deal of drama. Instead, it was really boring, and I mean, boring in all the best of ways. Um, where you know, we got to hear from some of the players. We learned, you know, that. Um, Reggie's cutting out red meat. He's looking forward to seeing what that does for his diet as he's uh, in his 30s now um, and things of that nature. And, you know, we we got to see uh, really ripped Maxi Kleba. Uh, we got to see Luka Doncic and uh, Nick Angstad of of our our, our favorite uh, Locked On Mass tweet have the same haircut, which we're not sure what that says about either of them. But we're just going to leave that out there as a hanging curveball. Uh, I want to hear what you guys have to say. So, you know, go ahead and hit that speaker request button and let's talk about the stuff that you found interesting from today. In the, the meantime, you know, I want to point out that on MavsMoneyBall.com we have a number of reactions already and some maybe overreactions and we're going to have a number of things coming up tomorrow uh, from from, you know, what we have going on here today. Uh, Jason Kidd, you know, kind of kicked things off on Media Day where he was talking about. Um, he says the themes were uh, chemistry and accountability, uh, and you know, kind of how he, he he talked about things that might be of interest to this chat. You know, we had a discussion on Sunday morning about things that that we were looking forward to uh, getting asked. I don't really think any of our questions actually got asked, but uh we learned that Josh Green may actually get back up point guard minutes, which puts me in a really terrible situa- or circumstance because I want to make jokes but i've also I've also talked about wanting Josh Green to be able to playmate to, to like see if there's an element to that game so that's really um so really important i think it's 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 a confirmation of something that we were we looking forward to uh and you know frank nilakina i think might be misused as a point guard he's played nba basketball for five years now and he's not really shown the point guard skills um there's just a lot of different stuff that was covered um so like i said you know go ahead guys hit that speaker request button if you want to get up here and fire off any takes um there were you know Morden, anything else like Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, you know, had had a lot to say. He's really, he's just really good at instilling confidence. Like he's, he's the kind of guy that could talk you into buying crypto. Um, that was really something. Uh, Tim Hardaway proclaimed himself 100% healthy. Uh, that was, that was a lot of fun. You know, he like he hurt his foot on sort of a freak injury, and the thing with foot injuries is that they're with blood flow to your extremities, it's sometimes like difficult to rehab. So we just didn't really know where he stood through most of the playoffs, despite the fact that he was on his feet cheering for the team. So I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what he could do there. Um, there was a lot to be said, uh, you know, <laughs> I love this, this reaction. Brad Townsend actually asked uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, for his reaction when Jalen Brunson uh, left, and, and and Dorian Finney-Smith responded with "shoot, did you see how much money they gave him?" I would have been mad if he stayed here. Really, and really, just you know, I enjoyed I enjoyed that one. Um, then there was, you know, there's a little bit of Theo Pinson talk because, like, how could there not be Theo Pinson talk at at this point um, in in the preseason where. Uh, the NBA basically put some rules in effect that were meant to minimize the specific things that Theo Penson was doing on the sideline during the playoffs. He said he doesn't know what the rules are yet, but he's looking forward to seeing what the loopholes are. Um, so, yeah, I, it was it was kind of a fun day to follow in hindsight. You know, Josh Bow and I just finished recording a podcast. We didn't get to cover it live. There were a lot of people that were – Either watching on the Twitch streams or they're live, you know, doing, you know, the, the live tweeting for us um, that that I thought was, you know, I'm really appreciative of going back and doing that uh, because during the day I just had a little too much work going on. I was um, pretty entertained by a number of the other media days that were going out there. Um, Russell Westbrook sounds like a disgruntled employee at like the fast food restaurant he doesn't want to work at. Um, which just you know made me feel really seen because who hasn't worked in a place um who hasn't worked in a place where you don't want to be uh the nets were just an absolute shit show because they can't help be anything but uh Kyrie Irving attempted to make himself a martyr again, which was really funny, where he basically was like i I gave up a hundred million dollars for reasons for principles, and you know every time Kyrie Irving says something. It's less what he's saying because you know occasionally he might be right about something, but he just reminds me of this scene from um, gosh, what that thing you do, uh, where where the lead singer gets up and leaves the table, you know, because he he's he's mad that the 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 um the label is violating his principles and Steve Zahn deadpans as he walks away. I guess he's off to to uh, write that new hit song alone with my principles. And it just, it kills me. Uh, Holden in the chat finds a very, very appropriate GIF. Um, but here I am. I've been talking for almost nine straight minutes, and none of you have anything interesting that you want to throw at me on this chat. There's there's 60 of you out there listening to this thing live on a Monday night following a Cowboys victory. There's got to be something interesting that 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 you guys want to say. Um, my, my main man, Harold notes that he can't chat right now because it's too late, which I really appreciate that. And (laughs) Aaron says, we're not in game shape. Neither am I, my friend. Neither am I, (sighs) man. I will tell you what this does is gives you appreciation for a guy like Colin cowherd who will literally talk to himself for three hours every day. All right, man, man, Taylor kicking us off with something. What's up, my friend? Long time. No talk.
1: What's up, man? It's been a minute. Um, I guess I didn't want to hop in first because I don't want to be negative. I missed That's everything. Okay. I was working okay. today. So I missed everything about media day. But, I mean, we just all kind of called it with the Josh Green thing. I, I was hoping that we were kind of half-joking throughout the offseason that the first thing we were going to hear from Kid is, yeah, we really think that Josh Green can you know, be a playmaker for us. And I'll tell you what, though. Just- I don't
0: hate it because it's going to be weird. Like, Josh Green does shit that nobody expects.
1: Cause it's just, yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I've always liked, even since the first time I saw him play, he moves the ball really well. The ball just never really sticks in his hands, even though, you know, except for there are times where he just kind of, you know, freaked in uh, in Utah and would kind of look at the basket and then, and then basically run away from it. But, you know, I want to be, I want to be positive for a kid that, you know, works hard and, you know, hopefully, will improve, but it's just a real bummer to me that you know, it uh, it really seems like they they held that roster spot open, thinking that something was going to fall into their lap for a third ball handler. But let me never, read you something did. here. Let me read.
0: This is, this is interesting to me. And let me, let me just get your read on this because yeah. I read this yesterday and I felt that it was very important. Josh Bo and I talked about this. So if you've listened to the podcast for anybody listening after the fact, I apologize. You're hearing it again. Dwayne Price tweeted this out. I have no idea when Jason Kidd said this. It's my favorite thing about Dwayne. He just sort of tweets things out in the open. He could have said this on a podcast. Lord knows. But Kidd said, quote, we wish him luck in New York, but we can't replace him we're going to have to do it by committee because he brought so much to the table not just on the court but off and there's for me kind of resident pessimist, you know, shit poster Kirk Henderson <laughs> there's something refreshing about hearing somebody say this sucks
1: but yeah. we have to
0: deal with it
1: do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. it's because because we've just been ha- we've had smoke blown up our blown up our asses by by Cuban for so long, just being like, you know, telling us, you know, peeing on our leg and, and telling us it's, it's raining. So it's not <laughs> – I think you're you're right to say that it is kind of refreshing. It's so funny, you know, I'm I'm not just not really not even in the headspace for basketball yet because
0: the Cowboys after,
1: won I, tonight, so everybody's Cowboys,
0: like still stuck with the Cowboys. And yeah, yeah it's great. Cowboys. They're,
1: they're Cowboys won. Cowboys won. My Longhorns lost to Tech on Saturday, so I guess I'm already starting to turn the page in my head and start ready to get. <laughs> getting ready to get for Mavericks basketball season.
0: Well, I, I understand, but it's like the, the, the smoke blowing up my, like, it's like something a bit of like, a, like I want to compare it slightly to a grieving process because something about the fact that like, where you hear the organization admit that this sucks, but that they have yeah. to pair it off makes me feel better about moving forward. And it's like, like, I'm going to be less likely to be like, well, then fucked up Jalen Brunson, you know, yeah. just, because it's it's like such a it's such like a, a an admittance of of a mistake, and that's yeah. where I've yeah. really taken I've just taken so much issue where where Cuban is constantly like spinning towards the gold like when they missed out on Dwight Howard after pining for yeah. him for two years. There's this thing where it's like, well, we're better off without Dwight. We have Pizza Hands uh, Samuel Dallenbear. And It's like, Yeah. What, what are we
1: What are we doing? No, we're well, not. Yeah.
0: We're not better.
1: It's okay. <laughs> Well, it's, yeah, and that's the thing about Cuban is, I mean, he's a he, he's a professional, like you know, spinner of his own of his own products and of his own companies and stuff. So it's, I mean, it's kind of hard to really expect him to do anything different at this point. So that's yeah. maybe that's just me being more mature, realizing that's just what we're that's that's what we're gonna get. Um, but I guess I guess we are. I, I am interested to see. I saw somebody in the chat say, you know, maybe maybe pinson can get some run at that point because I think to Pinson and and uh, Greens their weird sort of wing ball handler like surprising ball handler ability is pretty similar. So maybe, you know I wouldn't be shocked if, if Theo ends up being almost just as as efficient I, although i don't know is he is he still he's not on a two that two-way deal
0: anymore. no no he's on a real contract he is a real real
1: player with the mavericks which and dorsey is, um, dorsey is a two-way we have dorsey on a two-way
0: dorsey right? is the two-way and and we talked a little bit about this sunday morning it's worth mentioning again somebody uh god was it just, it was it was my friend sj on twitter who i think put this <laughs> in my head who said uh Maybe they hold on to him as a two-way player as long as possible and then convert him if they if nothing comes from from like trade talks because yeah. like with two-way deals you can bring people up kind of as often as you want now the NBA doesn't like hold this sort of stuff like the way they used to they don't COVID- have that
1: like 41 game thing they used to but like covid cracked like like cracked that
0: that glass setting uh, yeah. for these players because it was just like it was like it was it was purposeless like if you want to like play you know it's like they used to have a 13 man act i remember it was like Mm -hmm. and i remember
1: it it was like not only games but it was like number of days that you could even spend with the team Mm -hmm. which was weird because then it like you know they if they went on a road trip then they never played and you just brought them for insurance then it just like ran the clock on that uh, yeah, yep. but I guess you Yeah, that makes sense. They probably changed up those rules. I'd I'd be interested to see what they actually are. And you can can you convert them? so do, do we still do we still have one technically one that fifteenth roster spot open?
0: Yes, we do. Yeah, the Mavericks do have that one spot open, which um, I think is as I've settled into the fact that I watched various ball handlers get signed, and it was like this painful sort of dichotomy of I wanted them to sign a ball handler but I hated everyone available. Like yeah. we had a post had a post on mavsmoneyball.com that was like three ball handlers that would radicalize me. <laughs> 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 because it's just like like dudes that that people because it's like Schroeder, you know Schroeder is such an interesting player. He's with the Lakers now and like the Lakers have like the like Lakers are like team bad vibes. Like
1: yeah, that- oh, just up and down the <laughs> roster.
0: It's really something, and it's like we got so used to a team that had good vibes that I think that there's an element of of us, yeah. maybe not people who are in this chat, but like the more casual among us who take that sort of thing for granted. Where it's just yeah. like, you got to like your coworkers. Like if you're yeah. together with them every day, like Matt's Moneyball is like this, where it's like when when if somebody sucks, I'm just like I have to tell them.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just and just the complete the how stark it was. Mm-hmm. After the after the trade last that's year that's right after getting KP out and just how much those guys just really love clearly just liked each other you know and yeah. we, you know we, we kind of I think there's a tendency to kind of overstate that to a certain degree at times just to cross the board in, in in professional sports being like yep. you know because again these guys are professionals right you can have I think it's more good vibes are are good but bad vibes are worse, or more of a detractor than like great vibes are in addition. I sure. Think. Yeah, because no. things come apart quickly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That That's the real that's the real rub of it. And you know, yeah. it's like Luke notes in the chat that the vibes were horrible in Phoenix today. Luke could go back and crush their souls. Man, oh, Luca, God, Luca, I would
1: love to. I would love to see some clips out of there from that. I mean, don't we play them first game of the season? Yeah, we do. A, we do. I we do like, in Phoenix.
0: There's right? some real oh god, and it's a late game. Shit, man, we're all gonna be starting.
1: <laughs> you're to- ready. Sure. It's about great. Radicalizing you, Kurt. You're gonna be. I saw somebody tweet. Uh, you know, just the your 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 laugh whenever we're you're on here and past 1 a.m. for the third time in six nights. In oh, it's great.
2: Hour.
0: It's great. My wife is like <laughs> prepping divorce papers. I'm really looking.
1: Hey, well, really
0: looking forward to this year. She, right, wrapped them up pretty well. Just sign everything over to her. Well, thank you for getting us started, Taylor. You got anything else?
1: No, that's it, man. It's just uh, thanks for doing what you do, and it's nice to nice to be thinking about Mavs basketball again.
0: Yeah, we got a light we got a light crowd now, but it'll pick up as the season goes on. Thanks so much, Taylor.
1: Yeah, have a good night.
0: All right, coming up next, we got uh, my man Rolo, who is one of the hosts of the 77 Spaces on Twitter. You can post the link to follow him in there if you're interested. They do nice pre-game shows during the season, and they've been steadily holding shop uh, in season, actually, frankly, better than I've been, doing weekly shows with people, talking Mavs and kind of anything else going on. Rollo, what's up? Hit that unmute button.
2: Hey, Kirk, what's going on, man? How you doing this evening? This I'm
0: okay. I should have gotten on
2: a lot earlier,
0: but my wife did the thing where she's like, well, I'm going to go to bed in 15 minutes. So I come downstairs after recording a show. And she's not done at 15 minutes. She's watching it. She's like, Well, the show's supposed to be. I'm like, I make her pause it. It's got 25 more minutes. I'm like, Lady, come on. It's like, You can tell me how long the show's at. I'll start it upstairs, but I'd already moved my whole workstation downstairs. It's real first
2: world bullshit around here. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Yeah, somebody kind of beat me to the punch in, in the in the chat. I, I felt like the uh, the Phoenix. Um, what do you call it? The Phoenix Media Day was a little bit more of a bummer than than L.A.'s today. But, yeah, I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Babs Media Day. To me, it just was a, a lot of um, I think that was the anticipation for Media Day was a lot bigger than what Media Day actually ended up being. You know, and then uh, I don't know if anybody in the chat or, you know, anybody down below anywhere saw the uh, Instagram posts of, of Josh Green. If Josh Green has those handles of those tortillas like he, he does in the basketball, man, we're in trouble. So,
0: well, the, the, you know, there's something to be said for a boring media day. Like for me, it's objectively better for the things that we do in media coverage for there to be some sort of bullshit going on, because it means more things to write about. People love drama, things of that nature. Um, you know, like Kevin Durant being perpetually online is just like one of the best, best things for Nets media. The Lakers not really liking each other or whatever the hell they have going on there. For us, it was just like very like basic hey, we're really looking forward to playing basketball together again, and we're going to figure out how this whole team works together. You know, my man Harold in the chat is making the argument, and I agree with this. This is a good take. He says, the Mavs' ceiling is higher than this year, but their floor is lower. And that is absolutely where I have sort of come around to because you see just, like, elements in what they're talking about where, like, Luka Doncic can't help but be – like shockingly confident it's it's you know for a guy who always looks like he he just came out like stumbled out of bed there's like it, they're all so delighted to to be back together there was just you know they obviously miss brunson but it's like I, after watching all the clips because they you know the the Mavs will also have that stuff posted on youtube tomorrow guys if you're interested they will have every single presser the audio kind of sucks for the reporters but you can hear things from um from the players and from the coaches or from jason kidd I don't know, like, I am I am a chronic pessimist. And at the moment, I'm just feeling absolutely fan-fucking-tastic about the way this team is going to go.
2: Yeah, man, me too. You know, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, the chemistry is going to pick back up, you know, from where it left off last season. Um, I really do think that, you know, as much as I, I hated the move initially, you know, uh, me and SJ were pretty vocal about the Christian Wood move. But, you know, we got, we got Christian Wood, you know, like I said, for a bag of Skittles and Bobon. So, I mean, we'll, we'll take it. You know, we'll see how we can integrate him in and see how he fits. And, and, you know, obviously as a six man coming off the, you know, uh, you know, for a six man of the year campaign, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, man, I was going to ask you before your viral tweet, you know, <laughs> you had sent out another, you had sent out another tweet earlier saying, what is the most likely a uh, thing that's going to be stated on media day did you did you uh, uh did you pick a winner out of those oh, or, no or, because like your, like there were a couple of really good ones
0: know. let's go find that that's a good i forgot i did that this morning like i do a lot of like tweet stuff and go away you know everybody like, for as much as i live online i really there are times like mondays are always like categorically my worst day oh god if anybody missed this, the Onion posted an article Luka Doncic spends off-season adding new complaints to repertoire which just it ended me. Like I was in a meeting when somebody tagged me in this and I saw it and I had to mute my computer to keep from laughing because it was just it was just so ridiculous. Um all right, where is that tweet? Man, I found just oh, here we go. Um just so much bad. Like I just tweet a lot of garbage. Why does anybody follow me? I am. I am um, this the worst at this sort of thing. Uh, um, somebody, my our man Jose, not not Jose in our group chat, Rolo, but uh, my 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 man Jose, who is uh, out there uh, uh, on the DNP list, uh, get well soon, Jose. Just said we're a young team from Jason Kidd. That killed me. The Mavs are currently the eighth oldest team. So if they say anything about being young, scream at them. Okay. they can be old and it's fine. Um, things of that nature. There were some. <laughs> we still have no. A Suns blogger shared with me. We still have no idea how we beat the Suns by 60 points in Game Six and Seven. I like that one. Um, my goal is to get him paid. Jason Kidd on Christian Wood. That's a pretty good, pretty good, uh, pretty good guess. I, I like that one. Um, <laughs> Someone said, uh, Reggie Bush, or uh, Re- Reggie Bush, Reggie Bullock will use the phrase God willing. Um, I-, I really like that one a lot. Uh, it's. <laughs> Dalton Triggs said it's amazing from Luka Doncic because you can tell like English is his second language because Luka or like his fourth language really because Luka will sometimes use like descriptors like amazing and unbelievable the way you and I use the words um and and when we're talking because it's like that's how he gathers um, uh, his thoughts. Someone hoped that, uh, my, my man Irving asked that, I so, uh, hoped that someone would ask a follow up on how the Bang Bros summer went. I really like that one. There, I'm really disappointed. <laughs> the Bang Bros was an incredible stuff. Um. Yeah. You know, so it's a, nothing fantastic because it was so like, it, well, I didn't give it enough time as that sort of day, but that's, that's a, that, that's a good one. I like that question. Yeah.
2: And then the last thing, um, so as resident, you know, and, and mayor and president of Josh Green Island, it, it does my heart good to hear, you know, uh, you coming, you coming around there. Uh, so, you know, you know, I'm really, really happy to hear that. So I think that Josh Green is definitely going to take, uh maybe a baby step, maybe, maybe a bigger step who knows depends on what kid allows him, you know, what, how much rope he gives him this season. But I, I hope that he's able to, to take advantage of it and just, you know, play with confidence. I, I think that's the biggest thing is just to play with confidence.
0: The confidence is so important. That's where like, I'm not sure if it's live yet, but I saw some photos of like Jaden Hardy talking with Nick and Isaac over on Locked on Mavs. And the dude just beams. And confidence is not something that can be taught. It's It's a thing a person has or that they gain. And Green is just an exceptional athlete compared to the rest of the roster. And he's got to figure out a way to put certain things together to be functional. He cannot be a six-five version of Dwight Powell out there running around looking, looking uh, physically fit. You got to give me some statistical contributions. And I would love, love to be wrong about Josh Green and have people dig up old tweets from 2020 on because if Josh Green is good, then the Mavericks are good. I care about that. I don't care about my own takes. Like I was right about Luka Doncic. Like I can win. Like I win that one forever. Not like it was particularly hard, but apparently it was hard enough since he fell to, you know, he fell in the draft. Um, Everything else is just it's it's. We want this team to be good. We we want them to be fun. You know, I was talking to Josh Bow about this earlier night, Rolo, and the first two months of the year sucked. It's just the last three and a half months, four months were incredible,
2: and I'm just hoping for a little more consistency through the year. You know. I agree, man. Yeah, that you're you're absolutely correct. That you were, you know, that that they it didn't seem like they could find, you know, buy a bucket, man. They could put the ball in the ocean, you know, the first two months. So, uh, yeah, I hope that they just come out and fire on all cylinders, you know, um, starting off, and then you know, just start start from a a, a position of advantage instead of, uh, from a disadvantage, you know? So my last thing, uh, Kirk, before I get, get off here, man, I really appreciate you uh, bringing me up and, and I always really appreciate you shouting us out, you know, 77 spaces. Uh, we're going to have is talk Franco as our guest this Wednesday. Um, so he's going to be on at 5 30 PM central. Um, so man, I really, again, I really appreciate you, buddy. So, so is talk, will be staying up late um
0: it's also important that you guys understand that talk looks like the most handsome bond villain um and I, I you guys asked me great questions i'm really looking forward to that that will be a must tune in um Iztak, for some reason writes at, at d magazine instead of with me i don't know why you guys should ask him um Mav's moneyball much cooler site than d magazine
2: just kidding um, <laughs> I'll, I'll ask him, man. I don't have any problem asking him. No oh, problem. No, it's
0: it's. I was uh, his talk was incredible because you know. So he's like English, second language, third language, whichever. He would turn in like thirty-five hundred word posts, and because I'm kind of a wuss of an editor, I'd be like, okay. And then he goes to D Magazine, and like they have like actual editorial standards. So he's <laughs> like, he's had to write like different stuff. He's a he's a great. I'm I'm really glad um that that he's found a spot writing because he's just. Like these dudes and you know, you and I've talked about this. Like I suck at math. So like the guys that can explain math to me are invaluable. And so he's he's been a real boon to the uh to the Mavs uh community. So well thanks for uh for hanging out tonight, buddy.
2: Yeah, Kirk, I really appreciate you, man. You know, we're, we'll, we'll keep it going uh, during the regular season. Hopefully you could stop by a couple of times and, and I'll definitely be checking out the Mavs party, you know, and the Mavs therapy sessions undoubtedly. So thanks. Hopefully Kirk.
0: we have very few therapy sessions. Yeah. My goal is to have 20, 25 or fewer Mavs therapy sessions, which if you're doing the math there, I'm saying the Mavs are going to win 57 games. Now that's, is that right? Oh, well, we'll see. All right, Rolo, Thanks so much. We'll talk soon all right so since nobody else wants to talk we're gonna do a short chat tonight i see a lot of the regulars out there here's the thing that would really help me you guys i'm I'm gonna do this a little more this year i don't like asking for this sort of stuff depending on your podcast app if you could go leave a five star review or a one star review because that'd be funny um or just a review of some sort both both written in like the star type thing that sort of thing really helps us on the algorithm you know we do okay Uh, you know, like there, there there's some other ones, Mavs chats, things that do better just because of the kind of audience they've been doing this sort of thing longer. I'd really appreciate your help there. Um, I just mentioned this, there's another podcast, which is up on our feed. We did one that's also, you know, before Mavs media day, Josh and I are going to start pounding the pavement really regularly trying to get up posts. I don't know if we're going to do a daily show. It depends on how regular we can get in front of the mic, but you know, we've hired contributors um, that I'm probably going to try to bring on and have talk about the Mavs, you know, it's going to be a fun year. Um, it may not be quite as exciting as last year because that came out of nowhere, but I just, uh, you know, as we head into the season, I really recommend that everybody try to uh, enjoy themselves because, you know, Luca Donchus is going to be 24. Um, this stuff goes faster, much, much faster than you think. Watching a uh, 41-year-old Dirk Nowitzki play basketball. It's like, what happened? Where did all that time go? Okay, team, you guys have been wonderful. Thanks for hanging out on a Monday night. Uh, The show will go live probably Tuesday afternoon for anybody interested. But uh, thanks so much for your time, and we will talk soon.